kid's a lot of fun to fight them, you know? It's a hell of a hoot. Uh, it's fun to shoot some people. I'll be right up on you. I like brawling. Semper Fi. But if you've been a Marine, you know those words are a battle cry, a greeting. They're Marine shorthand for the motto of the Corps. Semper Fidelis. Always faithful. Welcome to the Bella Woodsman. Um, we've been away for a while. I apologize for that. Uh, life has intervened, uh, I think, for all three of us. Uh, I'm David. With me is Jeff. Hey, And Justin. Konnichiwa. All right. Um, well, a lot's happened in the time since we've been gone. I think the last, t- last thing we talked about was the, the Moab in Afghanistan, uh, I think. It's been a little while. Um, a lot's transpired since then, uh, notably... Um, well, first off, I, I should probably start by saying that we're going to get into some other things uh, later on in the show. We're going to talk about reunions. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to have our memorial moment as always. But first, as is our become our practice lately, uh, we're going to get into as the quick kind of current events rundown of what's been going on and our our particular views on on what's happening. Um, uh, obviously, Donald Trump, President Trump, um, has been uh, dealing with a few quote unquote. Uh, scandals, I would say. Um, many scandals, media-concocted scandals, depending on who you believe. Um, uh, I guess, uh, namely among them, is the, the there was the testimony by uh, the uh, outgoing FBI commissioner, Mr. Comey, that really, uh, for me, kind of put the whole Russia thing to bed for a while. Um, and then, lately, there was the uh, revelation that uh, Don Jr. had meetings with... Uh, with, uh, or tr- attempted to have meetings with people who might have been associated with Russia at Trump Tower at some point during the campaign, along with Paul Manafort and some others. Um, and this is kind of bogging down the whole electoral, his whole uh, legislative agenda, uh, along with the fact that, uh, you know, there's, they can't get legislation passed. But, uh, but I would note that there have been some accomplishments. I think he's, shaving down the administrative state. He's got uh, General Mattis running things just fine. And uh, he's also confirmed Neil Gorsuch as Supreme Court Justice, which I think is pretty awesome. Uh, what are your thoughts on the last couple months there, uh, Jeff? Well, uh, I'll say if he doesn't do anything else, uh, Mattis is doing a wonderful job, and I'm okay with that. I mean, the rest of his whole you know, administration could be a wash, but as long as Mattis is doing Mattis stuff, you know, there's there's one for the win column. Exactly, I agree with that 100. Uh, percent Also, I think that there's a that you know when I mean, Trump you know has a, has a point that really when the media comes after him the way they do uh, on every single issue, it uh, it denigrates their reporting first off, makes them look silly, and it validates his his uh, his view or his what he said all along that they're out to get him and he's anti-establishment and all that. Uh, what do you think, Justin? I would agree with Jeff. I, I, I like that Trump is also not, you know, Mattis is doing Mattis things and Trump has put him in charge of the, of the war in Afghanistan, which is great. You know, it's no more, um, listen, the president thinks it should be done this way. He says, you go, you go win this war. You do what you got to do and if it takes troops, whatever it takes, you have my support. I think that's what should have happened a long time ago and, uh, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's happening now. I mean, and, and comparing it to the previous administration, um, you know, I think that, Obama tended to put his generals on these arbitrary timelines a lot of times, um, and 
without regard for what was needed on the ground. And that's that's something refreshing, I think, about Donald Trump is that he acknowledges, it seems like at least, he acknowledges pretty much up front that he's not a military man. Uh, let somebody do it that knows how to do it. Um, so. Yeah, he he put the uh, talking about the last administration. They they put out these arbitrary timelines and then release them uh, for some ungodly reason. I, I still can't get over that. Yeah, and that that's a and that's that was yeah. So the 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 opposition knew all they had to do was wait us out. Yeah, uh, and that was the problem all along. I remember when when Iraq the Iraq War was going on and there were all the uh, protests and hubbub about that. They kept saying, "Give us an exit plan, exit plan, exit plan." Well, you can't have a coherent, I mean, you can't have an exit plan with any kind of timeline, uh, obviously, uh, because we learned that in Vietnam, you know, that all, all, if you give them a timeline, all they're going to do is just wait, wait, wait till you leave, and then, you know, kick the door in. Um, yeah. But, uh, so, um, would, how do you guys feel about, uh, I guess I'll start with Justin, um, how do you feel about the way that uh, Trump has been using Twitter to circumvent the media? Sometimes it's funny. Uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes it really is funny. I, I, I think he goes too far sometimes, too. I mean, he he can't very well blame the news for things not getting done when he's just as big a part of making that, that news when he just keeps going after reporters. At the same time, they're they're not being exactly fair to him. They, they do embellish just a little bit or outright lie, and I can't really blame him at the same time for calling them out. So... I, it is funny though. I, yeah. I still want to know what Kafivi is. I've heard many different things, but yeah. Yeah, he seems to put his phone down sometimes. Yeah, well, it's funny. Is that here in Kentucky, our governor is uh, kind of taking a hint Ooh. on that, and he's on he he basically he's on Twitter or Facebook, I should say, probably every other day with a new news update, and it's basically him mm-hmm. talking about what's going on, and uh, he can get away with that. Uh, and I think that, and they don't like it. Yeah, they hate it. I mean, they can't stand it. Um, but it's it's kind of a it's one of those things about Trump that I've noticed that every time you think he's dead or about to be because I've I've struggled sometimes thinking man he's he's he is toast how many times have I thought that he was toast and he came back and and was fine you know yeah um, that's kind of his thing I guess um, but uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, you know it's we talk about this now of course uh, you know John McCain's been diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, which is unfortunate, um, and uh, I think that regardless of how you feel about his politics, he's earned his place as maybe maybe one of the greatest American heroes of all time. Um, but what's what's the, the time he went after McCain for uh, you know not being a hero because he got captured? I thought for sure when that happened that he was done, that we would never hear from Donald Trump in politics again. Um, and he's since then he's probably made about maybe 50 different statements that would sink almost any other candidate ever um but uh also interesting uh, i did see a news story today that uh, maxime waters is apparently visiting new hampshire and planning to possibly run for president which <laughs> which <laughs> i think is kind of is kind of remarkable um go for it yeah so who would you guys say is the most formidable uh 2020 opponent for donald trump uh justin on the republican side on the democrat side or the um, I don't really like any of them or think any of them are very competent. They, the Dems seem to to hover around the, the wackiest of, of whack jobs. Your Bernie Sanders, your uh, uh, what Pocahontas, what's her name? Warren. 
Well, yeah, Elizabeth Warren, I mean, she's a nut burger, and they just, they laugh it up. So I, I don't know, man. That's, I don't think there's anybody really formidable um, I, I, I as long as he keeps doing his job. I, I'll, I'll tell you the one person I think that might do Donald Trump, Donald Trump some damage is uh, Cory Booker um, mm. because he's an Obama clone almost in a lot of ways, and he'll drive votes in certain demographics way, way up. Uh and that could hurt Trump in places like Pennsylvania and Michigan. What about you, Jeff? Who do you think is the most formidable Democrat that uh, Trump might face? I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of want to think that Bernie Sanders might run again. I, and if the pendulum, you know, swings back to the left, you know, he could, you know, have pretty have a lot of momentum. I think. Yeah, a lot of my friends are my left wing friends are are pro Bernie all the way. Um, but uh, you know, things change. You know, over time. I remember this time. Back in maybe four years ago, we were all thinking that it would be Mitt Romney again. Yeah. Um, so, who knows? Um, but uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come right back, and we're going to talk about reunions in a second, and uh, then we'll do a memorial moment. You are listening to The Bellow Woodsman, celebrating everything Marine Corps, from the serious to the absurd. This podcast is powered by Simplecast. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Bellow Woodsman and send us your thoughts and reactions via email at thebellowwoodsman at gmail.com. Now, on with the show. And we're back. So, um, lately, probably the last, uh, I know all of us have been to, uh, in the last, since we got out, at various times, have gone back to uh, wherever to meet with the guys, um, hang out, drink, and reminisce. Um, I think the last time, the last reunion we had actually was in 2015, and only three of us came. Uh, but it was just because it was in Mexico, and it was too expensive for everyone to go, I think. That was my suspicion. Because the one we did in 2012 um, had about maybe ten people show up. But um, anyway, so I'm planning our next reunion in San Antonio, Texas, and we've already got about maybe 15 people who have RSVP'd to it, which is nice. But uh, I kind of want to talk about... Um, the process maybe that you guys go through uh, in how you find out about these things, um, how you get to them, uh, do you take vacation time, do you all plan them on holiday weekends? Um, I guess I'll start with Justin, because I know you just went to kind of a reunion. Um, you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, we had one for uh, my squadron out in Las Vegas. Um, there We have an alumni page on Facebook, so that's how we all – uh, get together, and it's unfortunately I was on a, a West Coast uh, unit, so almost everything's done out there. Um, and they had one the year after at the hangar in Miramar. It was the uh, I think the 30th birthday of the of the Wolfpack, but they they put together um, some of them. I put together an event, and uh, we used the uh, um, <clears throat> one of the lodges, not lodges, one of the Marine Corps groups um, bars out in Vegas, and it was a good time. We uh, I met a bunch of people that. Uh, that it came just before me or just after me, and there were several people that I that I worked with that were there. So it was really neat. It was, I, I keep in touch with a lot of them that I met there now, and talk to them more than I talked to a lot of other people. So it was it was really good for me. Cool. Uh, so is it so it's it includes people from way back uh, before your time and after your time uh, that come to that. Right. They they invite everybody okay. and, uh, and 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 first you know whoever shows up shows up. So how many, of these, how many of those have you done? Just the one. I wasn't able to go to the one uh, the next year. 
because it's like for me scheduling vacation I bid for all my vacation in February so unless it's unless it's known that it's coming up then then I unless I'm off I can't go okay cool about you Jeff um there have been a couple reunions um I, we do a uh, platoon reunion uh, for some of my three seven guys uh, every year a guy in our platoon has ALS and we all meet up in his house uh every year <clears throat> And, uh, you know, drink a bunch of booze and shoot a bunch of guns. He lives out in the sticks in Alabama. Uh, it's a good time. You know, they always make it into a competition or something. You know, uh, first place gets the gun that we've all been shooting. Uh, and then, you know, there's, you know, prizes after that. Yeah, it's a real good time, man. But we, we keep up with it, um, on Facebook. You know, somebody will start up a group chat and, you know, we expect that it's going to happen every year, uh, and, and such and so forth. Uh, for my, uh, my 2-7 group, we've actually got a battalion page. And, uh, we had, a battalion, uh, reunion for the guys that did the, uh, the 07 and, and 08 deployments. Um, and it was actually sponsored by the Semper Fi Fund. And they flew a bunch of people out to, uh, to some resort in, uh, California. I, I wasn't able to make it. I just started the new job and didn't have leave. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we're, uh, doing. Uh, we plan on doing, uh, another reunion with my two seven guys next year, I'm probably going to meet up in uh Bella wood for the hundred year anniversary. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. We, we, we do one, we try to do it every three to four years. Um, and the first one we did was in 2005. It's a platoon reunion every time. And it's been usually limited to people that were in roughly in the same time frame. Um, so in, um, in 2005, there were four of us that came uh, to Las Vegas. You'd know all of them, Jeff. Um, mm-hmm. And then in uh, 2008, we did another one in Vegas where we had probably maybe 12, 15 people come. And then uh, we did another one in Vegas in 2012. And basically what we do is we just uh, get a group rated a hotel and we all just stay there and hang out, uh, which has its advantages and disadvantages in that you can't really uh, – you don't have a lot of group activities. And at the time, I think in 20, 2008 especially, a lot of us didn't text all the time or regularly at all. Um so it was really hard to keep up with each other, but I'll tell you when I get together with these guys, there's a, there's I never laugh harder mm. in my entire I mean anywhere in any situation. It's, it's, <laughs> it's immediately just just jumping back into you know right where you left off in the barracks. That's right, exactly right, yeah. <laughs> and these stories that uh, I forget stuff that happened, you know, and uh, yep. it's really good to kind of uh, close the gap a little bit. But uh, so talk more about the Simper Five Fund. What do they do? Uh, it's a nonprofit that they, they help, uh, Marines basically with kind of anything that they need. Um, you know, if, if a Marine or a Marine veteran needs, uh, I don't know, help paying a bill or something like that, you know, they'll, they'll get them help. You know, it's sort of like a, a no questions asked, you know, to get help directly to the Marine type of thing. Um, they, they've got a, a website where you can, you know, find out more. Uh, and I think it's basically funded. Uh, by, as it was started up by like uh, officers' wives, they started up this thing. Um, and I think when they really started to get traction, um, you know, Marines would get injured and they would fly the families to Germany, wherever the, you know, uh, Marine was met back to. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard of that before. I may, we may have talked about it on here once before. I can't remember if we did or not. Um, that's interesting. Um, yeah, we, uh, Typically, what we do is uh, Facebook is really the catalyst for everything, mm-hmm. and uh, we put together our reunion for for uh, 81s. 
uh, and you know, it's a. I never know what kind of crowd's going to come, and I'm always concerned that you're going to have a big uh, overlap in people who don't know each other uh, because of the people that are in the group. Um, and you wonder if you're going to get young people, old people, you know, who's, who's all going to be there. Uh, but in any case, it's, it's going to be ours is going to be at the the Minger Bar is where we're going to meet in San Antonio. And if you know anything about the Minger Bar in San Antonio, it's where uh, Teddy Roosevelt recruited his uh, Rough Riders, 1898. Yeah. Uh, so it's right next door to the Alamo. Uh, should be a good time. Um, hey, Justin, how often do you, do you do they plan your reunions through the alumni page? Uh, there was the two, um, the one I went to, then the birthday, and then they'll have little local ones every now and then because a lot of my guys still live out, excuse me, in California, but the big ones, um, I don't know, every couple of years, the birthday was probably the probably the biggest just because it's, you know, it's kind of a, a big deal, but we have a lot of, it, it's a good mix of older and, and younger people. I, I met plank holders at the, uh, the one I went to, which was, which was really neat. You know, the first guys in the unit. So, right. Uh, but they do them, they do them often. You and I have done a few reunions locally, really a few, uh, Marine Corps gatherings, I should say. And not really yes. unions, but, uh, I know we did one Marine Corps birthday at Hooters. You and I did. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you've done them without me before, like with other people in the, in Louisville that, uh, Get together and have a drink. Um, yeah, I try to invite try to invite everybody I know. Yeah, um, well, the be- it's hard during the week. The better one, I think, is Veterans Day because you get the free blooming onions. Uh, yes, <laughs> we can get uh, get maybe six veterans at a table. We can get six free blooming onions. Uh, uh-huh. I remember last time we did that, we, the waitress came by and said, "You mean you you want one for everybody?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah definitely." Uh, that's why we came here, man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. So that's that. Um, we'll have more on this. Uh, it's been it's kind of a brief uh, discussion this time, I guess, uh, shorter than usual. Uh, we'll have more, uh, I guess, material next time. Uh, I want to talk about video games next time, uh, Call of Duty and whatnot. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day that I play uh, I play Call of Duty, you know, all the time with my son, and uh, we've never talked about it. Uh, you know, I think that's a pretty cool topic um, or video games in general, I should say. Uh, also, we have the uh, football season coming up. We can maybe discuss that a little bit. Uh, I know you're a uh, Miami fan, Jeff. Yes, I am. Uh, who, do you have a team in South Carolina? Uh, as far as I mean, like college or yeah, college, college. I I grew up Clemson, um, and you know, I, then I went to school in Miami, so I'm I'm sort of a reformed Clemson okay. uh, fan. <laughs> okay, so uh, are you are you like sensitive about making fun of Clemson at all? Absolutely not. Go ahead. Right, they, have, cool. they have the worst fans ever. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just saying. I remember in uh, 2006 when Kentucky played, where me and Justin are both UK guys, and uh, Kentucky played Clemson in 2006, uh, 2007, I think, in the Music City Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, was a, that was a W, and then we beat Florida State the next year in the Music City Bowl. Yeah, we did. You were at that game, weren't you? I was. Yeah. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. Cold. I, I I was at the uh, the Clemson Louisville game last year. It was a pretty good game. It was a really good game, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it, it freaked me out because I thought Louisville might actually win. Yeah, it freaked me out. I was, I was like, we don't need this around here. <laughs> Louisville needs to take. Jeff, you gonna come to Louisville? Say again. You gonna come to Louisville for the uh, Louisville Clemson game? Uh, no, I'm not. No. Yeah. You should sometime, man. They play, they play Miami intermittently too. Uh, I, I'd come for that. Yeah, I'll let you know because uh, I can I can probably get tickets to that. Okay. Uh, probably, and I would definitely. I, I have no 
I'm not a Miami fan at all, but I would definitely wear all Miami gear to that game uh, for sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, next uh, we'll talk about that more next time. Uh, so uh, Justin, our memorial moment. Uh, who we got today? Tonight we're going to remember the 16 Marines and the sailor that was killed in the C-130 crash last week um, in Mississippi. Uh, witnesses said their aircraft literally disintegrated midair and everybody on board died. Um, the 16 are Major Kane Gayote, uh, Captain Sean Elliott, Sergeant Joseph Murray, Staff Sergeant William Joseph Kundrat, Sergeant Dietrich Scheimann, Sergeant Owen Lennon, Hospital Corpsman 2nd Class Ryan Laurie, Lance Corporal Dan Baldessari, Sergeant Julian Cavane, Gunnery Sergeant Brendan Johnson, Staff Sergeant Joshua Snowden, Staff Sergeant Robert Cox, Sergeant Talon Leach, Sergeant Chad Jensen, Gunnery Sergeant Mark Hopkins, and Corporal Colin Schaff. All 16 perished on board a C-130. They were from uh, the Marine 2nd Division. I think the uh, uh, C-130 was from a uh, reserve unit. So uh, here's to those that, uh, that we lost last week.